0: Alright guys, welcome to today's show, and on the show with me today, I've got two great friends of mine, David and Jonathan, and we're going to be chatting about an upcoming Alaska trip. And disclaimer out there, we actually have already been on this trip and we're back, but in this intro and the plans and everything that we had, we had no idea what was in store for us from travel to the actual events of the trip and how... Crazy and amazing, it actually was. So, I'm really excited to share this with you. Also, I've got an announcement. I've got stickers out now. $3 a piece. You can check the link on my social media pages or on my website, and you can go get a sticker for yourself. They're really sweet. I'm actually rocking one on my water bottle, one on my computer, and I'm going to be putting one on my bow case when it comes in. But we're only a couple weeks away from bow season, and I can't wait for that. Before that, though, we've got this coming Wednesday, September 1st, is the opener of dove season here in Missouri. It's always a huge event for us. We get a lot of guys together and camp the night before, and then we also just have a ton of fun the morning of, hanging out, making breakfast, and then getting after some Doves. And in the past, I think I've only had one season at this spot where we haven't limited out on open day, and so... I just think it's going to be a great time of fellowship where we can all hang out and make some more memories. Also very, very exciting news. Somehow I'm at number three on Apple podcast wilderness category. I just bumped up above um, the wired to hunt podcast. And that's a podcast that I've been listening to for years. Highly respect Mark Kenyon, all the guests that he has on his points of view and The tips and strategies that he shares with listeners. And so it was an honor to see my name up there among him and a bunch of the other meat eater podcasts, as well as the hunting public podcasts. They're all great ones. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping somehow don't even know how it's possible, but to be number one, and it's all because of you guys, your support, listening to the podcast, leaving reviews and ratings, it really does help. And I greatly appreciate it. So we're gonna jump right into this podcast. Here we go.
1: Like, he was doing things that were just badass.
0: That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dean had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be okay. Alright guys, welcome to today's show, and on the show with me today, I'm sitting down with David and Jonathan Yonke, and we're going to be talking about Alaska, which, we're what, like 10 days away? I mean, it's pretty close. Uh, yeah, it's... What is today? Though? 10... 20th? We leave the 20th. 31st. Yeah, 11 days away. It's yeah. hard to believe.
1: Ooh. Excited. We've Been playing this for like, what, almost two years?
0: Yeah. This is... It's going to be unbelievable. I can't wait... I'm just going to be recording you guys, like, as we're flying into Kodiak.
1: You're just going to hear a lot of screaming.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not because the plane's going down, but yeah, uh, hopefully yeah, just because way. we're so yeah. pumped.
1: Wouldn't be a pledge for to go down. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, we're stranded here forever. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, our plane is broken. Shucks. Sorry,
0: honey, we can't come home. <laughs> right. We're yeah. just going to have to get resident tags and for you know, And, you know, with COVID, all the
1: parts are really delayed. Yeah. So we don't know when they're going to yeah. be able to, ship it's to be Alaska. It's going
0: so long from now. Right. Yep. Yep. My wife's going to be like, I know, like, every other person there has a plane. You could probably get a flight with somebody. <laughs> all their planes crashed today, too. Sorry. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Lines are down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when we went up there last time, um, there was a uh, gosh, they they were on strike. The ferry workers, and so people who like would ferry their vehicles to mainland Alaska from Kodiak um, back and forth. They would be coming back like they'd fly back, and then the ferry was supposed to be bringing their vehicles back. They went like six months without their vehicles because the ferry was all the workers were on strike. Wow. Yeah. So. Hopefully. I mean, how we're long not taking our vehicles up yeah. there.
1: But. right. I don't know how long of a ferry it is from Kodiak to the mainland, but. I don't know. It's probably got to be pretty long, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, the when flight is you look on a map, bad. it looks like it's close. Oh, yeah. It looks we, like you could swim across. Right. You <laughs> like, could not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it looks close, but then when we get up there, I'm just going to, like, it's going to be amazing to see it beyond the island and think, wow, it's a lot bigger than you think because you're in Alaska
0: and there's everything there like there's a sand beach that we can go to and that place is really sweet I can't wait to show you guys that because there's a creek that run or like a river that runs right down the middle of the sand beach and it's probably 300 yards from where you park to the water but the salmon load up in front of the mouth of that river in the tens of thousands and then the tide comes in and it just like erupts just a Flood of salmon's flying up the yeah, river. I think
1: I remember you showed me a picture. It was almost like you could see the red. Oh yeah, like the red in the ocean. Well, you saw so, and then when people were kayaking around, it like splits around like red dye, but it's really yeah. like fish.
0: So <laughs> yeah, at this point, I think those were I think those were silvers, and so it just looked like reef underneath us, like it was just like a giant shadow. And then wherever Sam would go over with the paddle board, it would just be white, and I'm like. That's so weird. And then I realized it wasn't reef or anything. I mean, it wasn't like seaweeds or whatever. It was fish, and they didn't like being in her shadow. And it, I just, at that point, I realized there's probably millions of fish underneath us. That's crazy. And I was like, man, can I, like, get a Hawaiian pole spear and maybe dive <laughs> down there with them? Yeah. Snorkel and gigging. Oh, yeah. it It's every turn is like a new adventure. And the hiking... Like, don't plan on bringing cliff Bars with because you just eat berries the entire time. Ooh. It's, um, I mean, salmon berries and raspberries and blackberries. and
1: That sounds good. I will be
0: bringing a whole <laughs> bo- My wife already told me, you cannot come back unless I have an entire box full of salmon berries. Like, That's another way we can be stuck there.
1: Oh yeah, salmonberries weren't in yet. You know what? We just have to wait. <laughs> yeah. They're not quite ready. Yeah, right. they're not ready. Right. <laughs> they said at, in at least three months they'll be <laughs> right. ready. Yeah. And I'm only being obedient husband. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm like, if if we do stay there. We need to stay at least six months because then we can get <laughs> oh, resident <God>. tags. Because <laughs> yeah. then you get resident tags, and then you can legally hunt grizzly and brown bears. And, and bears. yeah, mountain goat and doll sheep all without a guide. So you oh, have to have right. a guide I for I remember this. that about
1: Alaska. Yeah. yeah. They make you take a guide for everything.
0: Yeah, luckily, uh, like, moose isn't on that list of animals that you have to have a guide for. Neither is black bear, but, but grizzly. blacktail black-tailed deer, right? Black-tailed deer, you don't have to. Right. Um. Yeah. There's a lot. Oh, yeah. Surprise, David. The guide's only going to be like twenty thousand dollars.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, it's like every trip when you look on the when you look at the dream trip to Alaska, you everyone think, oh, ten thousand dollars person. Yeah, eight thousand dollars person. You go all the sports shows in Chicago or Kansas City, and it's like it's something that you think, gosh, you don't think you could ever make it up there because it's so expensive. But it's like everything. You just start talking. You find con contacts. You just do a little work. Yep. And you're like. Wow, I can do it for a quarter
0: of that. Yeah. yeah for that. For I mean three guys. It's intimidating. Like you think when you're when you're planning a trip like that, like it's not doable or you're gonna have to save up for years and years and years. But almost all of these trips, especially like elk hunting and stuff, I talk to people all the time that are like, Man, one day, one I'm like, you can go elk hunting as a non resident a lot of places right. for like five or six hundred bucks. Yeah. All in, you could be into the trip for a thousand dollars. Like just cut out coffee. For yeah. a couple months, and yeah. you're good.
1: And you got to enjoy the nature, and not just oh, I want a trophy bowl or something. You got to say, you know, and say I want, I want to get out there and enjoy the nature.
0: So that's the
1: yeah. I remember that picture. You're standing. You on can the see ledge. All, that can you there, all that shadow underneath there. That's
0: all fish. All fish. All of it. Wow.
1: We just make our beautiful. campfire on the beach and have like roasted salmon all night. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. We did fresh we, right out of the ocean, Johnny. Catch it. Slit it. that's what I want to do. I want to cut it. <laughs> I want to I want
0: to fillet it. Yep. So that baby right on some hot coals and eat it. Oh, that sounds amazing. We uh yeah. we did one day um we did salmon fishing, we went berry picking. That was like every day. We'd go berry picking and just get as many as we could. <laughs> and about I don't know, like 10% would make it home cuz I'd be eat same would be yeah. like, I'm filling your
1: bucket. Quit eating us. <laughs> I'm like, huh? And I look like a vampire. All the yeah, like pieces, like, tripping. Yeah, you're just, what like, you taking your
0: kid's about? strawberry picking.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like my dad used to tell me, he goes, don't eat so many. They weigh you on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. Good. <laughs> they do? They weigh us on the way out?
0: Was, and how would they even know? Because they didn't weigh us on the yeah, way out. That's, that's why my yeah. older
1: brother's goes, he's just kidding. Yeah.
0: He goes, <laughs> Dad actually wants you to eat a lot so we get yeah. better value. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the price per pound just went down by fifty percent. Yeah, eat
1: a quart, pick a quart.
0: That's exactly right. Okay. We did so we did
1: for oh. the berries. Now we're gonna pick them and then are we gonna like bring them bring them to a freezer and give them flash frizz yeah. And seal at that same place same, with well, the same place that does our fish. Will They flash freeze and freeze yeah, our berries, can, they and can, we can seal bring those everything home?
0: for you, and so that'd be amazing. It's it's a, and so what we'll do is we'll go to Walmart, we'll decide how many boxes we want to bring home, and the airline might have that limited right now. I don't know, like, you may okay. only be able to pay for two or three additional bags, they're like, unless pound tra- boxes or something like that. Yeah, yeah, if travel's down, we might be able to bring as many back as gotcha. we want, so
1: we'll ask when we're yeah. there. So the we'll airline. ask
0: them, um, because at Walmart. They've got these cardboard boxes with those cheap white, like, white foam coolers yeah. that you can usually find. Yeah, no, that's not really um, Coming in hot. <laughs> they're coming to pick us up already, right, guys. Right, right. <laughs> I'll leave a note right here. Right. Sam, please clean up the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can go buy these coolers that fit perfectly inside the cardboard box. And so then you tape up the cooler, slide it in after all the meat and fish and berries or whatever's in it, and so then you they'll flash freeze everything, and then you just take that whole box. So on you the plane. give them the box. Yeah, that's like say, a check bag.
1: It. Or you give the processor the box and yep. they fill it.
0: Yeah, they'll okay. fill the whole thing. Hello. All right. Hello. Sorry, I keep cutting out. Um, and so that's cool. one thing we'll do. We, I mean, depending on. Yeah, because I heard that
1: it's cheapest to take the boxes as carry on. Yep, not ship it. Yeah, it's
0: way cheaper to yeah, take it as I've a carry on. It's like I think the if I
1: get a box of halibut and salmon berries, oh. I'm, I'm done. I mean, as far as that's check check. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, so what we did is we went uh, salmon fishing and then berry picking, and we we brought everything back, cleaned the salmon, and we did cedar plank teriyaki salmon uh-huh. on the grill. And then we made uh, salmon and raspberry cobbler. And so, like, our whole meal was just, like, what we had caught <laughs> wow. or, or yeah, yeah. foraged for that day. That's, that's
1: the dream. Yeah, I know. I mean, no complaints from me.
0: No. it's And every day is, like, a new adventure. I mean, we'll go over that schedule. But it's, like, everywhere you go on the island, every turn, every, every time you go out in a boat, like, everything is different no matter where you go. Not coming through.
1: Well, you're coming out a little bit. Test it again.
0: Check, check, check. That's good. Can you hear it? Yeah. Okay, that's good. I got to make sure I don't touch every, touch anything. Um. So yeah, it's gonna be sweet. What it like? What are you guys most excited for? If you had to pick like one event or one thing that we're gonna do.
1: Johnny, you know everything we're gonna do or do you wanna go I don't up, even know everything we're gonna he's do. He's like so he's still a college I'm son. He's like, okay, let's go. I'll give you a <laughs> quick rundown of the week.
0: I, Should I be videoing his face as you go through this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> So Saturday night the thirty first, we, Saturday afternoon we drop to Kansas City, we fly. We basically get into Kodiak Sunday morning. we basically Sunday's a transition day, we'll get to our place on Kodiak. And then Monday we're going we're going out with salmon crazy and they're focusing on halibut, lingcod and rockfish and yelloweye. Then Tuesday we're going with Sea Island Tours to do a kayak around the North Coast or something along the War Museums and we're going to do along the bays or whatever. We're going to kayak, sea kayak on Tuesday. Wednesday we're going with Seahawk Air to Katmai National Park and those other brown bear parks where they're going to we're going to do a float plane around the Kodiak sightseeing over Alaska and then drop into these brown bears where they're going to get us within 50 yards of like 12 foot bears, but it's a reserve. So they, (laughs) they don't attack you, I guess. But you know how it is. They said there might be some older people going with us. There's like four people, six people on the plane. So, yeah. you know, I thought, okay, we can run pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> just kick <laughs> them in the <laughs> right. shin. Grab their cane and run. <laughs> 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 yeah. yep. I got a bottle of fish oil. I might spray on the guy next to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're just dripping it on his leg the whole time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah.
1: Are you peeing on me? No, 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 no. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's like, that's like that uh So that's meme. Wednesday. There's that- a meme that's like, um, a guy survives grizzly attack with only a twenty-two. His buddy suffered a shot to the kneecap and was not <laughs> as fortunate. You <Right.
1: laughs> right. just always gotta be faster than somebody else. Yep, exactly. So that's Wednesday where that's my they said the I talked to a lot of people on Kodiak and they said, I know it's expensive. It's like five fifty a person, but they go, It's the highlight of everybody's trip to take the plane around Kodiak into Katmai National Park and there's another National Reserve that you can take in. But they said, you got to do it. Those Seahawk Air. And the guy's been doing it for, like, 30 years, him and his wife or whatever, and they're great tour guides. So oh, I'm just, man. So we're going to have a blast. And then Thursday, we're going back with Salmon Crazy again. And depending on what we catch on Monday, we might focus on something different. Like, because I really like to catch a lingcod too, you know. So but we're going to halibut, salmon, lingcod, rockfish. And then Friday is a transition day. I just put a day, we're going to switch Airbnbs from one spot to another because it was really hard to book 11 days in one spot. So then, just for a variety, we're going to switch on Friday. And then Saturday, that's when we're going to hike up, do a lot of the hiking up yep. into the mountains and maybe blacktail pitch a tent over the mountains Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday, maybe come back Monday. Monday, Tuesday, or we can just road fish, go to the beach, yep. chill out go to the museums, whatever, go into town, just have some relaxing time. Yeah. And then Wednesday morning, we start the trek back, and we get back Wednesday night. Okay. So that's it. Yeah. I'm super excited for the hiking. Yeah. All this the sightseeing, for sure.
0: The hiking Tell is – Tell about the hiking up into the hills. The hiking is unreal. So, first of all, it's like when you're not used to being in grizzly country, which I by no means am. I spent a couple of days up there, but – when you're not used to it, like the first half of the hike probably is brush that's over your head. So you're on these trails, and you, you're you knowing that, like, within a couple hundred yards, there's a grizzly somewhere.
1: yeah.
0: And you're just, like, cruising, trying to make as much noise as possible. And then all of a sudden it opens up, and you can just see every direction. There will be black-tailed deer, like, around every corner. Um, on these rock outcroppings, you get up above, like, the tree line there. There's no more mature trees. It's all rocks, and, and then you turn around and you look out, and you can see the ocean. And so you're, like, in one yeah. of the most beautiful places, spots that, I mean, a bunch of people have hiked there, but once you get off the beaten path, like, you may be the only one in 50 years that's hiked there.
1: Yeah,
0: And yeah. it's, like, everywhere you go on the island, there's a new mountain, there's a new trail. There will just be cars pulled off, like, everywhere yeah. because there's just – trails through giant pine trees. There's, it's there's crazy. nothing ugly on that island. No, I looked at every photo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, there's not a how single How can God thing. create something where like
1: every direction you look is like, wow. Yeah.
0: You know? Well, and I didn't realize like the war museum, um, we, when we were up there, we were hanging out with some friends of ours and they were talking about how like the first battle on us soil of world war two was on or in Alaska and I was like, that's crazy. Cause you look out and some of the like neighboring islands right there off Kodiak, they'll have like these giant like concrete bunkers out on this cliff. And I'm yeah. like, where are we? And they're like, oh yeah, this was like a serious military base. Huh. And yeah. And then you see people. The other crazy thing that like is hard to get used to is you see helicopters and planes and uh, Coast Guard helicopters and giant like Navy. Airplane. I mean, like, huge cargo planes all the time. And then you see little, like, private planes. People just fly around. Like, you can go on Craigslist when we're there, and it's like, airplane. And there will be 30 airplanes yeah. for sale that you could go and buy for, like, twenty to $40,000. Uh-huh. Yeah. And people just take them out and fly them. And it's like, hey, babe, you want to fly to the other side of the island tonight and eat dinner by this lake that we've never been to? <laughs> sure. Let's, let me make some PB&Js quick. Yeah. <laughs> and they do it. And you only need the – it's only 80 hours to get your license. It's 40 hours of classwork and 40 hours of flight time. Well,
1: when it's, you look at Alaska in general, I've heard this too, there's very few roads in general, yep. even on the mainland. Oh, yeah. Airplanes are their cars. Yeah. Exactly. Airplanes, Airplanes
0: and snowmobiles. Yep. Airplanes, snowmobiles, and boats. And, so they, like have a, and they have it. an old junky truck. Yep. And that's about it. You know? Oh, you don't you see know? any nice gone. vehicles up there because nobody yeah. cares about, like, the material – stuff up there nobody's driving like a brand new f350 or whatever they've got these beat up trucks and all their money is invested into like fishing equipment and hunting and hiking and that's what they spend their free time doing and it's really cool to hear people talk about like during the dark season i mean it's like black almost all the time outside and they're like we just live our same life but in darkness and so they're like, we still put our headlamps on, and we take our dog for a walk through the same trails and yeah. do yes, all the same things. That was
1: one thing I was wondering about is, like, how many hours of light are we going to have? Because I know sometimes some people say they have an issue because they can't go to sleep at yep. night.
0: Yeah. You know? we'll, uh, when we're up there, it's probably going to be close to 20 or, yeah, probably close to 20 hours of light while we're up there. Really? Wow. Yeah. So when that Sam really and I weird. hiked up Mount Kachaviroff, we left the car at, I think, 8 o'clock at night. And we got up to our camp spot at, like, 11.30, and it was it was as if it was, like, 7 in the morning. Like, that's about how light it was.
1: Yeah. Huh. I'm going to be so tempted to be, like, going gung-ho all day, you know? It's like, okay, yeah. I'll sleep when I get back. Yeah. I'm going to allocate, like, three days yeah. in August to sleep because it's going to be hard to sleep there when it's light out, and you have so many interesting things to hike and yeah. see. Yeah. You're just going to want to explore.
0: Well, I made the mistake one day because, like— our schedules were so thrown off when we were there. One day I was so pumped to call my mom and just fill her in, like, Mom, check this out. We did this. And so I call her, and my wife looks at me, and she goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm calling my mom. And my mom's like, <laughs> hello. I always call my mom. Yeah. My, my mom's like, hello. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> uh, pretty good. And I'm like, are you sleeping? And she's like, yeah, it's like 1230 here. And I was like, wait, what? And I look at my phone, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it felt like it was 2 in the afternoon, which would have been made it like 6 o'clock her time yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, it's already like 830 here, and now yeah. it's after midnight, and I just woke you up. Yeah. All right, well, just gonna fill you in on my day, but uh, <laughs> I guess I'll call you tomorrow. Everything's good, Ma. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. Nobody's died, right. but our car did get stolen <laughs> in Colorado. Yep, <laughs> you, had a,
1: you had an interesting story with that. Yeah, yeah, so so we're gonna lock down all our cars when we go. Oh, yeah,
0: I man, I can't wait. I think the bear viewing, like, I'm really excited your for one, that.
1: Yeah, what's your big so Johnson's is the hiking, the hiking, yeah, mine see and, and the, the salmon, co- bears bears and catching the, and yeah. co- seeing the. They're actually considered brown bears, aren't they? Or do they call them grizzlies? That so, the same? Is so brown bear,
0: grizzly, and Kodiaks, technically it's all the same species, but based gotcha. on where they are, like a coastal brown bear they just, um, will be typically larger because they have more access to f- uh, food, food than inland bears. Okay. And so coastal brown bears are the biggest. And then Kodiaks, it's just because they're on Kodiak. And so Kodiak Island is home to the largest brown bears in the world. But brown bear and grizzly is interchangeable. Interchangeable. I didn't know what the locals up there say all the time. Yeah, I don't know what they, I mean, I think they say a little bit of everything. Most, a lot of the population of Kodiak aren't local to Alaska or to Kodiak um, because the largest Coast Guard base in the country is actually on Kodiak Island. Yeah. And so, so many people from all over the U.S. live up there now. And so, I'm sure there's a mix of what they call it.
1: Yeah. So, your favorite, Dan, is going to be what? I, I'm... Number I'm, one. Come on. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's either halibut. One day there. What would you do, Dan? Come on,
0: Dan. One Probably day. Probably halibut. The halibut charter? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Halibut fishing. I am so excited about that because you get hey. so much when you're out on the ocean fishing. Yeah. You're going to see sea lions and seals and otters yeah. and whales and all of that while you're fishing. And yeah. you're going to see one and you're going to be like, I want to get closer. Hey, can we just like anchor up real quick and go look at this whale close up? And the yeah. guy's going to be like, I mean... I guess if that's what you want to do. Yeah, I'm hoping
1: <laughs> we get good weather for the for the fishing. The fishing. Yeah. So that's why
0: I booked two days too.
1: Yep. Because I just didn't want to go up there. Because that's my number one bucket list is to catch a halibut. Oh man, they're freaky looking fish. Yep. And I love the interesting varieties of fish in the ocean. But then the reason I say halibut because if we catch a yellow eye or something like that, they're just amazing fish. Oh yeah, I love fishing. That's why I scuba dive. But it's like so I have to say the so my one would probably be halibut fishing. Yeah. yeah. As well. And two is going to be the the float, the float plane grizzly, yep. brown bear, grizzly bear viewing. Oh, but they're all close. And then the salmonberry hiking and, uh, gosh, they all just go together
0: so well. Yeah, it'll be great. It's going to be so cool. And, like, we can go on trails and on mountains that I've never been on. Like, uh, I don't know if it's going to be going on when we're there, but normally they have, I think in the summers around late July, they do – um, like, this checklist, and you have 20 days to complete as many mountain hikes as you can. And so the couple that we went with, she had this stuff, and then you can go and you can get coins and stuff for each mountain that yeah. you've hiked, and you can take it in and get your book stamped. And then there's, like, plaques at the very peak when you summit, and it'll just be, like, a metal giant stake that's, dr- like, pounded into the top of the mountain. Yeah. And it'll say the elevation and all of that, so you can take a picture next to that. Yeah. So – Yeah, the hiking's a ton of fun.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for that. I it's gonna be so hard to. I don't even want to think about leaving there yet. but I'm sure it's gonna be so hard leaving there. It's the worst. Why don't I spend like a month here? Yeah, Yeah. like why don't I? You (laughs) will want Sam and I still
0: every year. We talk about being snowbirds and going and living there for a couple months. All right, guys, if you enjoy this show and you want to know how to make your own, I'm going to tell you about something called Anchor. It's an app that I've been using ever since I started, and it's completely free. Like I said, I've used it from the get-go, and I haven't had to pay a single penny to distribute my podcasts through this app. They've got creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone, tablet, computer, so you don't have to get a bunch of fancy equipment in order to get started. Now you can also add songs directly from Spotify into your episodes. So, I mean, you can create whatever you want, something that nobody's ever heard before, and it's so easy. Just click and drag. Anchor is also going to help you distribute your podcast, and so you don't have to upload it to all of these different platforms. Anchor can be that central hub that your podcast goes out to all of the other platforms through, and you can make money without any minimum listenership. So, I mean, you heard that right. You can actually start making money right away, no matter how many listeners you have. So what I'm getting at is it's basically everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: Because there's something about me, but I don't know what it is, but there's something about the cold water, mm-hmm. uh, oceans and cold water shores, Yep, the rocks and the granite. It's just like how I – Acadia National Park is my favorite national park so far because the cold water with the cod and the lobster and the whole industry up there in Bar Harbor and things like that. I just really love that northern cold water. And Alaska is going to be like the same thing for me. Oh, yeah. It's like I love going to the Caribbean and stuff, but there's something different about – I can't explain it almost, you know. I mean, you don't want to be there in the winter. No. But – It's like the summer is, I don't think there can be a better place in the world. No. Beauty-wise and variety-wise and just, you know, things of of that area
0: in the summer. It has everything that you could want. I think if, like, if I was guaranteed, this is my caveat to my number one, if I was guaranteed (laughs) to see a killer whale, that would be my number one. I want to see an orca so bad, and they do get them up there every now and then. Yeah, But they don't, I think in the summer it's not really part of their range. Um but I want to see a killer whale yeah. more than anything. I think it would be They're the mean. coolest thing. I know. <laughs> I, well, I watched a video the other day of these guys up in Alaska, and they were, like, seal hunting in this tiny little skiff. And they were going through, like, this ice field out in the ocean. I mean, just, yeah. like, chunks of floating ice. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you hear one of the guys yelling, like, it's coming at us, it's coming at us. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Boom. This orca is like right on top of them, like trying to take out their boat. Yeah. And one person said in the comments that they view people as co- competition for hunting, and so like in certain parts they will actually try to like take out a boat. And I'm like, <laughs> that's terrifying. It maybe could for just fun. Oh, oh yeah, you know they're what I mean? bullies. Yeah, they're you know? crazy. Animals. I mean, it's just like you know, you look at any
1: animals. Like even when we raise pigs and stuff, the biggest one. Yep. You'll see another one next to it and say, hey, I'm just going to give you a push or a shove just because I'm going to show you that I'm in charge because I can. Yep. But I think the killer whales follow, obviously follow the whales. And I think if you really want a good time during the summer, I think down in, I think they calve down in Mexico or in the Caribbean. Oh, okay. They travel from Alaska all the way down to the Caribbean to calve because it's real rich. (laughs) So I think the killer whales follow them. Yep. And then they travel all the way back. I think they spend the winters more up north with a krill and stuff than it's, so, they travel a long ways. Yeah, like killer whales obviously you have to kill whales. You gotta travel. You gotta travel with them. <laughs>
0: yeah. Gosh, that, that I just feel like it would be so cool. And then I see people scuba diving with them, and I'm like, you you guys aren't playing with a full deck of cards, are you? Like you're dressing up, making yourself look just like a seal. Oh like yeah, right. Favorite meal. And then you're like, oh, let's just hop in the water here. Oh, yeah. You might as well put a beach ball on your nose, also, and start (laughs) flapping your fins together. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a dinner (laughs) bell. Yeah, yeah. So
1: it's hard to pick what's going to be the best out of all that stuff. It's just so exciting, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So for guns, I mean, we can bring a handgun. Yeah. Are you going to carry a handgun? Yeah, I'll carry a
0: handgun. I mean, if we can, uh, when we do that charter and go look at the bears, yeah, they they'll probably go over everything with us. Like if there was a bear like that charged us or whatever, what to do. But anytime I go anywhere on Kodiak, I had a gun and I probably, you could probably pick me out as a tourist because I do that. But it's like, you go to a city park and you're just walking trails in the city yeah. and they'll have signs posted and people will fill it out. Like, all right, last bear sighting was this day. Last bear sighting was this day. And they've got Facebook groups like, Hey, there's a Brown bear that's causing problems in this area. Yeah. And I'm like, holy cow, this is like a big deal. And they told me it's all, all the time. People will be in their backyard playing with their kid on the swing set, and all of a sudden a grizzly comes in and they yeah. got to grab their kid and run inside. Yeah. Or one lady actually got treed by a grizzly and it got a hold of her leg a couple times in the same park that we walked like a week before. And I'm so yeah, anywhere right. I go, I've yeah. got my binoculars and all my pistol tucked gun, in beside.
1: Yeah. And do you think we should carry bear spray as well yeah. as a pistol? Yeah, like I both. think
0: most of the people up there uh, carry bear spray like wherever they go. Yeah, and not as many do pistols. But I'm like, I'll carry both, just because yeah. I, I'd rather we're be safe that, than Dan. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're with you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't convince us. <laughs> so I, I shot a text to all my buddies and I was like, Hey, who's got like a 40 cal or bigger pistol that I can use? And they're like, Oh, I do, I do, I do. I'm like, Maybe I'll dual wield them. Yeah, so many Yeah. We'll get video Oh man <laughs> you know? Johnny will have his GoPro going on you Yep <laughs> I know I'm I'm gonna bring a bunch of cameras Make my- it
1: good Dan yeah. This could be your last video <laughs> yeah, Go light, for light it up. This is how go Dan out went out <laughs> <laughs> <Flames>. <laughs> yeah.
0: I pull out the pistols And then just throw them at Timothy, it. Timothy whatever oh,
1: Whatever yeah. that guy was
0: Oh yeah He went out hugging grizzly bears Oh my god. Dan's gonna go out shooting him. Yeah Gosh I Well the scary thing is You it's know it's that's like- the same park that we're
1: going You know that guy Oh the grizzly Timothy, man
0: Timothy whatever his name was
1: uh, he was in Katmai National Park, but he thought the grizzlies were too tame, so he started going to Elfin Cove or something right down the coast a little bit yeah. because he wanted to go in the more natural, like more natural grizzlies rather than the ones that just looked at you. And he would park his tent on the trails because there was this one grizzly called the Machine. I read on it this week. He called it the Machine. He said the Machine because it was very aggressive. And there was one other bear. He was supposed to leave that day and go back to Seattle. But there was one other bear he didn't see that summer. It was a female. So he went and he parked his tent right on the trail. So no matter how she came out of the woods to go get fish, every bear had to go around his tent. So he would get waking up wow. and he would see if it was this, like, Betsy or whatever. Yeah. He was looking for her so he could say goodbye, he said, before he went back to Seattle. Well, they said <laughs> that he started taping. It wasn't, it wasn't video. It was audio. And he yeah. said, oh, there's the machine. And he goes. The machine is the. He's a. He's an instigator. Like he doesn't care about anybody. He he goes. You know. He he'll go after you. Aggressive. Very yeah. aggressive. Very dominant grizzly bear. And then all of a sudden he's like walking up to it or whatever and trying to get close to it and talking to the machine. And all of a sudden you hear, like he's got my leg. I'm dying. I'm dying. And they won't release the rest of the audio. They got it. Wow.
0: Oh my gosh. They got the
1: entire audio and the Kodiak dnr or whatever won't they said it's too gris, gruesome and after yeah it's he gonna killed, be horrific and after he killed him he went and killed his girlfriend you know?
0: jeez you know that's crazy
1: and the guy said the, the
0: rangers kept on telling him this isn't gonna end well yeah you know no it never does he goes, yeah. no they're
1: not aggressive they're not I, I can and he he made a lot of progress and maybe made whatever that's what he did but yeah
0: He's famous now. So, what they had to do <laughs> yeah. is they
1: they, think, they said that th- the sad thing about it is, is that the next day they had to go out. They said, once the grizzly kills a human, they have to kill him. Yeah. Because then he'll view him as food.
0: Well, they realized how easy we and are, how, also. Yeah, like, yeah,
1: there was no defenses. It's like, nothing. you're sure the biggest, easy salmon I could ever catch, you know? Yep. Yeah. So, they had to shoot him, and then they opened him up, and they found his human remains in his stomach, so they knew they had the right bear. Jeez. Yeah.
0: No thanks.
1: So. We'll keep our distance. But they said if you're in Katmai National Park in those areas, the bears are very used to human interaction. Yep. They know it's part of the routine because they're in that reserve where they can't be hunted, yep. so they act different. Okay. Yeah. They said they're much different. Like what the guy said. He goes, I've never had an issue when we go out there. He goes, but we are protecting you. You know, we know the bears. We yep. know every one of them, you know, that they go out there, so
0: it'll be fun. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't wait for that. I always tell, I joke with Sam, she's like, babe, if you, if you died, like, what, do you want me to cremate you? I go, no, take my entire body and go feed it to grizzlies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that is, like, how? I'm like, that's what I want to do. And she's like, what? No, wait, you're either getting buried or cremated. She's like, I want you to cremate me and spread my ashes wherever you go. Yeah. And I'm like, I want you <laughs> to feed me to grizzlies or possibly a pack of wolves. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something just, cool. yeah, toss me out there. I'm like, if you don't do it, I'll put it in my will that I want my buddies to do it, and they will gladly. Your buddies are oh, gladly. Yeah. They're, they're like carrying me yeah. out. Make sure you <laughs> specify when you're completely dead. Put yeah. your buddies. Though? They've got- <laughs> They've got like game packs on, and one of them's got like my arm, one's got my leg, and they're like tossing them out. Throwing yeah. them like boomerangs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I want you to hunt that bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me. Sam thinks I'm ridiculous. I don't think that's that crazy of a thing to ask. Yeah. Hey, like if you love me. There's a lot of sprays- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this
1: is my simple request. Yeah. I yeah. don't know.
0: I, I'm sure somebody's done something like
1: that yeah. already, but. Hey, the Indians used to, when they knew this, they were going to die, they would pack up a backpack for them. And they would say, okay, Grandpa, see you later. And he would just walk into the wilderness. He'd just go out. And he'd say, I can no longer, you know, care for myself or I don't want to be a bother. Yeah. He goes, so they'd have a ceremony, and that's how the American Indians did it, and they would just walk. Wow. So that was the honorable way to pass away. I mean, if you
0: think about it, most animals do that. I told my daughter,
1: I said, just put me on a canoe and push me on a lake in in Canada
0: and just see you later. And David's like, "All right, I told them all I was thinking about to die, <laughs> right. but in reality, I'm gonna go live another Turns twenty, out, 20 yeah. years. They show up at the grocery store. I'll show
1: up at my grandparents, my grandkids' graduations. Yeah.
0: Hey, it's grandpa. My timeline was Whoa. off just a little bit, guys, but I've got some stories. Jesus, heal me. I was, I was supposed yeah. to die. Yeah." That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be the way to go. I always tell Sam yeah. that too. I'm like, you know, once I get up in age, if I'm like 85 years yeah. old, I'm going to be yeah. trying skydiving and bungee jumping and all these cool things. You might like, as well. Might you as live well your go life. Out. Yeah.
1: You live it is. A lot better. Hey, like like my brother says, go go hang out in Prune Village. Yeah. And see what that's like
0: in <laughs> Prune Village. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny. You know, like I said, when someone has to wipe me into whatever, and so said, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
0: We're about to experience, like, living to the fullest. Yeah. Kodiak is, oh, man. I this can't. will
1: probably be the best trip, one of the best trips of my life besides, yeah. like, my honeymoon with my wife, you know. Yeah. I can think of, like, going – because I never flew growing up. So flying to Jamaica with my wife on honeymoon, that was still, like, number one. Because it was the first time I was out of the country. Oh, yeah. You know, and I was married, you know, and, and everything. Yeah. So – the whole experience was like, wow, Kodiak's going to be number two. Yeah. You know.
0: It's it's going to be something else. I, I'm excited cause now i excited because now I just saw yesterday or two days ago that Canada is opening up their borders. Yeah, again. August 9th. Yeah. Yeah, for so fully vaccinated only. Travel's going to yeah. be hopefully more more available now. Like, yeah. you know, by next summer at least. Slowly but surely, it'll start changing back to normal. Yeah. But we yeah. talked about that. uh the trap line, running a trap line deal. Yeah, in Yukon. Oh, that would be, that's like number one for me. If I that's could run a trap one? line, okay. especially behind a dog sled. That's what it is. Like yeah. running a dog sled, going and trapping. Grizzly Creek willows, Lynx and, and wolves and wolverines and, and fishers and martins. And yeah. I mean. That would be sweet. That sounds fantastic.
1: The only part I got to get ready in my head if we do that is. Okay, it's thirty like twenty below or ten below or. Oh, I'm all about that. I know you are. I love. I know you. You could sleep in a freezer. Yep. But it's like that's the only thing I'd have to be prepared for. Yeah. It's like okay, I want to make sure I can handle the cold, extreme cold.
0: Well, and I'd be yeah. I would. I'd be buying a lot different gear than what I have now. I mean, like these down puffy jackets that I've got for Missouri weather aren't gonna cut it up there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When Jonathan and I went wolf hunting in Ontario we brought our boots up and the guy looked at us and he, and we were hunting out of an igloo for like 18 hours a day. Jeez. He looked at our boots and he kind of laughed. He goes, "You're going to freeze." He goes, "Can you turn your feet in your boots? Like like turn them like wiggle your toes." And I'm like, "No, we got like three layers of socks on. Yeah. And we got our we got our best Rocky Mountain boots on." He he goes, "You Southerners, you know, he goes, yep. "You need oil rig boots." Yep. So he took us to the store and we bought uh, Holly Holly Hesters or whatever they were. I forgot what those boots were. And they were, he yeah, goes. I you gotta buy them really. three sizes bigger, and they're oil feel, and you gotta be able to move your feet in them. Yeah. Man, after the first day, our feet were frostbitten. and After that, it's like, wow, my feet are like in a comfy bed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's really all my only thing I get gets cold on me is my, you know, my feet, and my toes. You know? Yeah. You know, my toes and my fingers. I have had the rest of that. I'm okay with.
0: Well, now they make basic – have you seen those, like, sleeping bag-looking booty things that go around your whole boot? Yeah. You can, like, slide your foot in it, and it's like a down jacket for your feet. Yeah. And so you wear whatever boots, and then you throw those on on the outside. Yeah. I wore them one time last year during uh, archery season because I went out to the property that I normally hunt, and I got out there, and it was cold, and I realized I had forgot my boots at home, and all I had was tennis shoes on. Ooh. And so I talked to my buddy, Tim, who lives out there. And I was like, hey, dude, could I, do you have any boots I could wear? He's like, no, but I've got these things. And so I just threw them in my pack, walked out, got to my tree stand and put them on. And they actually work pretty well. Hmm. So that might be something we. I mean, I'd give
1: them a shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never hurts to be warm. Yeah. 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 If
0: we ever do that, that trap line trip, yeah. I'm getting the beaver that I have yeah Um, mounted and i'm gonna turn it into big old mitts like all the way up to the elbows right oh yeah i'm like i just think it would be so cool to have like the big (laughs) fur trapper (laughs) hat like a jacket yeah yeah yeah. everything the whole yeah you make the
1: whole look yeah it's definitely gonna be an experience this whole thing i love
0: it i'm pumped what uh have you guys started packing or just setting stuff aside
1: no well today was my last really super busy day and i'm Open to start sitting down with Jonathan and, you know, maybe this evening or with you or whatever, we can start talking about a packing list. Yep. I want to go over the gun cases, so that's the first thing I want to do. I'll show you our gun cases. Because okay. we did buy some really nice ones when we went to Canada wolf hunting. Yeah. So we have some really good, nice, hard-sided cases, and you show us the locks. They say you should lock them and yep. things like that. and you fit in there so i just want to go over that with you a little bit okay and then after that we'll just start talking about gear like when we're hiking is it going to be shorts or is it going to be like i got to look up the weather there yeah or is it going to be like when you go to colorado you start out it's everything you know it's like you gotta pick pack layers because you could start i don't know if it's like that in kodiak too much we're at the beach it could be 85 and then you get up on the top of the mountain and it could be 45 yeah. When you well, guys went up there blacktail hunt, I don't know if the temperature variations. I saw that pictures. You guys look
0: like you were dressed for summers already. Right? Oh yeah. Well, we had the best weather. They we we didn't have a single day of rain the whole time we were there. Yeah. Um, we hiked every day. It was probably in the 60s to high seventies every day. Hmm. And so what we would do, I still brought all my rain gear on every trip. Yeah, they said it's key. And so I just bring I just bring lightweight rain pants, a lightweight rain jacket. And then I'll usually do like a sweatshirt and pants. And I, they, they all go in my, um, day, pa- uh, my okay. day pack. Okay. And so anytime we go hiking, I just bring everything just in case the weather gets crazy. Right. And then when you get up on the top of the mountains, the wind starts to blow. So even if it's hot out, you might get chilled. Like if it's 60 and the wind's blowing 20 miles an hour, bring you're going to get chilled. Yeah, get so that's why the rain cap yeah. or the rain jacket and the rain pants. They just help yeah, keep you warm and blocked from the wind. Right. So yeah. Dry is always good. Yep. So that's that's basically what I'm I'll do. I'm excited
1: to start meeting in a couple days, and we'll start getting our stuff done. And then we got our GoPros, all our cameras, all this stuff getting ready. Yep. We're going to start, I mean, afterwards, we're going to have some amazing video.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and my buddy Tony, he's he's a professional videographer, and he texted me last night, and he said, hey, what, what camera are you bringing? And I said, you know, I've got that Sony Handycam. I was like, "Why do you need more B-roll?" Last time I went up, he gave me a couple SD cards and was like, "Just video everything and yeah. bring yeah. it back." And he's like, "Well, I might rent a camera for you to take up there, like a really nice camera, like and a handheld like, one." Yeah, I was like, "That's to let me know if okay, I was going to order sure. one this week." Yeah, so because uh, he's I'll got find the best today.
1: GoPro, the top one, oh the Hero nice. Nine or whatever, Hero Nine, yeah, Sweet. black. So he's got that all set up with all the mounts. Yeah, you know, you've got a camera, he's got the GoPro.
0: And if we don't have another help,
1: all three of us are going to be like videoing each other. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I've got, I've got the tacticams, And so I've got like the head mount, yeah. the shoulder mount, the chest mount, the gun Same. mount, everything. And then I've got my handy cam, my yeah. Sony. And so that's just like a small 4k camera. And so we'll have everything on video. But my problem is the reason I got the hands free ones that I could mount on my shoulder or on my head yeah. is because when I'm up there, my first thought isn't like, hey, I need to get out my camera. Right. I like to just be doing something, and then it's like, hey, I got it all on You know, camera the only thing I, I thought about, stuff.
1: though, the handheld camera might come as we're on the charter boat. Yeah. Because you hook hooking those fish one at a time. Yeah. So they're like, hey, Jonathan's got a monster. You know, then we could get the handheld camera. You can be from one angle, like oh, another yeah. angle, and reel, reeling in and stuff. So I know when you're hiking, that's the last thing I think of, too. I don't. Yeah. I want to enjoy it. Yep. I don't want to feel like he's like, oh, we got to video everything because that takes away a little bit from it yeah if it's not mounted and just on your body so we'll do i I thought the handheld one might be good on the charter
0: yeah it oh man it's all gonna be so good i can't wait till someone hooks into a halibut because we never did we never caught one when we were up there but we didn't specifically fish for them yeah like we went after ling cod and rockfish and salmon and all that but we pulling out of the coast guard marina um like, any Coast Guard members or family members can rent boats from them and take them out fishing and stuff. And so we were pulling out, and there were just halibut carcasses, like, on the bottom. And these things were, like, almost the size of the table we're sitting at. Yeah. yeah just yeah. huge. And, I mean, they had been filleted and everything. But I'm like, holy cow. And then the <laughs> eagles, the eagles are, like, swooping down and yeah. trying to grab fish. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you every turn, it's like you want to yell, America! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: and the halibut head looks like almost prehistoric, too. Oh, yeah. So that's why I want to see one up close.
0: I can't wait. We're going to eat good. Oh, yeah. Sam was asking about my grocery budget, and I'm like, it's not going to be much. Nothing. I mean, I'll probably get some Twinkies just because I like them. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, hopefully we're eating fresh fish and meat and berries all the time. I hope to eat as much organic, fresh food as we can. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I I wish I I haven't done any research to find out what other edible plants they have up there, but I'm sure it's like all over the place. There's got to be a ton of edible stuff. Yeah,
1: I'll try to do some research on that. Yeah, if yeah. you research Kodiak Island edibles. Yeah, because it could be specific to that island.
0: Yeah, too. exactly. I mean, it's a whole it's a whole microclimate itself. Yeah, I tried to get into the, like the edible plants and stuff that you could forage for, and I went to this outdoor class with my buddy. And the guy was talking about it, and he's like, yeah, you know, there's, there's wild carrots that you can get, and this is what they look like. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I think I've got a lot of those on the property I hunt. Like, the rabbits hang out in there all the time. And he's like, and then there's a poisonous plant that looks exactly like a carrot. Everything about it is the exact same yeah. as a carrot, right. except the smell. It doesn't smell like a carrot. And I was like, wait, What? Because there's <laughs> right, been times where right. I've almost pulled these carrots, and he's like, Yeah, there's one lady who put some of these other uh, mock carrot plants in her stew. She got two bites into her stew and was dead. Really? And I'm like, wow. Dang, that's like super poisonous. Yeah. Like, not even eating a it's whole carrot. Be like
1: or one something. of those brown bears that just sits by the bank and just takes a big bite out of salmon and just, Okay, next. Oh, yeah. Next. Next one. Because I've never heard of any poisonous salmon. So no. I'm just going to gorge myself on salmon oh my and then a couple gosh. pieces of broccoli.
0: <laughs> do you guys do caviar? Do you? I've never really tried it. No, I haven't yeah, either. I haven't. I'm curious because some people love it, and, like, you will catch some fish, and it's just, like, tapioca running right out of them.
1: Okay, It's worth a try, right?
0: We'll see. Maybe we'll have to give Steve it. Steve would do it, Damn. Oh, absolutely! On, you got it. Yeah, but he also eats the fat behind a caribou's eyeball. I saw that. Oh, <laughs> well, I will say, if I went up and I got to hunt yeah. like tundra caribou in the Yukon, I would absolutely try it. They yeah. said it's like it's like bread dough.
1: Yeah, yeah. Can't knock it till you try it, right? No. True.
0: Maybe that'll be our next Alaska trip. What do you guys think? Moose and caribou. That would sound good in the to Yukon. Me. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> followed followed <laughs> by trapping on a dog sled. Yes. I think wilderness trapping is my next one too. After this, Man.
1: after I get my halibut,
0: can you imagine just walking up and having a lynx with its paw trapped yeah. in the trap that you put out? That is,
1: or a wolverine,
0: wolverine, uh, yeah, a lynx, a wolverine, and a wolf. Like those three, yeah. I have to trap them all at some point in my yeah. life. Right, yeah, right. And here I am. I've never even trapped a single thing except like raccoons and <laughs> possums. <laughs> You've got oh killed right. the possums chickens. by the chicken coop. Oh yeah, I can, I can trap those. You all are a possum yeah. guy. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Well man, Sounds I'm excited. Good. We'll uh yeah, we'll get together here in the next couple days and continue to plan and get a gear list and make sure we're not doubled up on everything. So. Yeah. All right. Thanks Dan. Thanks. And that is going to wrap it up for today's episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to that. We were so excited and could not wait to get up to Alaska. And little did we know it was going to blow our expectations completely out of the water. And so stay tuned as these next couple episodes are going to be nightly recaps from that trip. You don't want to miss it. I promise you. You do not want to miss it. Um, A few things, though. If you could, please hop on and leave a review and a rating. That definitely helps out the podcast. If you want to support in any other way, go check out the stickers, like I mentioned. And uh, I'm excited to get those out into your hands, onto your water bottles, gun cases, bow cases, vehicles. Who knows where you're going to put them. But tag me in pictures if you take a picture of the Nomadic Outdoorsman first edition sticker on something cool. And I'll be sure sure to share that on my social media platforms thanks again guys as always get out there choose adventure and god bless